Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue going through the book of Daniel. And we're in the eighth chapter, and in the previous episode, we looked at the first, was it 14 verses? I don't remember how many. Scroll down here. Yeah, first 14 verses of this eighth chapter. And we see that Daniel's having another vision. Okay, So we just read through it yesterday, and so I want to go back and uh, uh, read through it again and just you know take a couple moments just to think about some things and reflect on some things. Now remember this. We actually get an interpretation of this at the end of the chapter. <laughs> we find out what some of these things mean. And so it's not like we have to do a lot of conjecture, but there, uh, it just does so much better when we take it slowly, when we read slowly, when we listen slowly. So in the first verse, it says this. In the third year of the reign of Belshazzar the king, a vision appeared to me, Daniel, subsequent to the one which appeared to me previously. So if you go back to the seventh chapter where we had that first dream, night vision, as he described it, uh, that was in the first year of Belshazzar. Now, remember who Belshazzar was. Belshazzar was the king that wound up getting the handwriting on the wall. And so we, Daniel tells us that this dream is after that. It was a couple of years later. Verse 2, I looked in the vision, and while I was looking, I remember this. He's, he did this in the previous vision. He keeps looking. He has a vision. So what do you do when you have a vision? You keep looking. Well, that sort of begs the question, does God do that kind of thing today? Does he give visions? Does he give dreams and visions? Yes, he does. Now, all too often, people will say, well, I don't know about that. I've never experienced that. I totally understand. But remember this, folks, just because we have never experienced something doesn't mean that God doesn't do it. It's really sort of an arrogant uh, stance of hubris to sit there and say, because I haven't experienced something then it must not be happening anymore. Uh, as a matter of fact, the body of Christ actually does that with a lot of things. Okay, a lot of things. Uh, particularly within the arena of spiritual giftedness. I've spoken about that before. But quite often you'll read uh, just great men of God. I mean, I'm thinking of one right now that 35 years ago I thought he was just one of the greatest men of God. And I bought every book he ever wrote. Boy, I followed him, you know, because he was good. I learned a lot. But he's just fallen all the deep end related to spiritual gifts, and in his writings, you can sort of sense that, well, I haven't experienced this, I haven't seen anybody done this, and I don't believe it happens because we don't see it anymore today. Boy, you got to be really careful when you start acting like that. So dreams and visions do occur today, and people say, well, why don't we have them? Well, I know a lot of people that do. I've had dreams before. I don't know if I can ever say I've had a vision. Um. I've had some things uh, that I wonder about. Okay, we'll go from there. But, you know, perhaps it's because we have quenched such things. Perhaps it's because we don't believe. But we lack faith. So regardless, Daniel was looking in the vision. And while he was looking, I was in the citadel of Susa. So apparently what it is, Daniel sees himself in a vision. He said, I looked in the vision, and while I was looking, I was in the citadel of Susa, which is in the province of Elam. And I looked in the vision, 
and I myself was beside the Ulai Canal. So, you know, there's some schools of thought that believe that Daniel was actually there, okay, at that citadel. Could have been. He could have been at that citadel and had the vision and saw himself in the canal right there, okay? Or he could have been somewhere else. I sort of suspect that he was probably back at the home base somewhere, and he had this vision and saw himself. Boy, I'm, I'm totally open to being wrong about that, okay? Uh, that he saw himself. Regardless, he is viewing himself by this canal. Verse 3. Then I lifted up my eyes and looked. Again, notice how much attention he's paying. I looked in the vision. While I kept looking, I saw myself here. I lifted up my eyes and I looked. And behold, a ram which had two horns was standing in front of the canal. So he sees his canal. He sees himself by the canal. I looked in the vision, and I myself was beside the Ulai Canal. So he sees himself by that canal, and he looks up his eyes, and he sees this ram in front of the canal, uh, between him and the canal. I don't know. But here, there's a ram, and he has two horns. And then verse 3 continues. Now the two horns were long, but one was longer than the other, with the longer one coming up last. Really? What does that mean? He sees this ram, and the ram has two horns, and they're two long horns. Well, he's looking. He keeps watching. He sees that the longer one came up last. So there must have been something within the process of the vision to where he actually saw a, a chronology of this thing, saw the horns coming up out of the ram or something like that, growing out of the ram. Somehow he knew that the longer horn had come up last. Now, verse 4. I saw the ram budding westward, northward, and southward. And what does budding mean? Well, you've seen rams. Y'all seen National Geographic stuff, right? <laughs> you know, when the rams will butt heads with each other, they, you know, they duck their heads and use their horns as a as an offensive weapon or use their horns as a defensive weapon, and then they'll run at something and hit it. That's the idea. This ram was budding westward. He was budding northward, and he was budding southward. Well, why not eastward? <laughs> That's a great question, actually. Uh, the idea probably is that he's coming from the east. Where Daniel was at this time was the far eastern, well, we come in the far eastern regions of the, the Middle East, okay? Now, you could go east. They knew about things east. They knew about India, what we call India. They likely knew about what we call China, okay? Like that. But within the Mediterranean basin, and of which the Bible, the geography of it is based around there, they were in the east. So this ram is budding westward. It butts northward, and it butts southward. Hmm. Again, offensive, defensive, doing what rams do. We give a little more insight into it. And no other beast could stand before him, nor was there anyone to rescue from his power. But he did as he pleased and magnified himself. So notice what this ram did. No other beast could stand before him. Or what's the beast? Well, we've seen from the previous dream that this beast motif uh, is speaking of kingdoms. 
okay, kingdoms. So there's no other beast that could stand before him. And there was no one who could rescue anybody from his power. So this ram is very, very powerful. How powerful? So much so that he did as he pleased. And he magnified himself. Now, Daniel saw all this in a vision. And the things that he saw in the vision and in the interpretation, which you'll receive later, revealed to him these things. Something he saw showed that this ram was powerful. Something he saw showed that the other beast could not stand before it. Something he saw showed that he did as he pleased, and there was nobody that could rescue from him, and that he magnified himself. Something within these visions, or in this vision, revealed all this to Daniel. So keep this in mind as we continue to go along. Daniel sees first thing here, a ram, two horns, long horns. But one of the horns is longer than the rest. And the ram budded in all the directions except eastward, budded westward, budded northward, budded southward. All the beasts could not stand before it. Nobody could rescue from his power. He was powerful. He did what he pleased, and he magnified himself. It's going to be important to keep all that in mind as we press on and seeing what it was the Lord was revealing to Daniel and what he's revealing to us because there are truths for us here. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.